welcome to the Spark to Your Success. My name is TJ Dow and I believe that we all have a bright spark inside. When you find yours, not only do you light up inside and that feels amazing, but you light up the world around you and allow others to feel that incredible too. What a great gift to give both to you and to your world. The Spark to Your Success podcasts are designed to bring you a little inspiration, a little insight and to infect your day with a little positivity. And today's episode is our fourth pillar of resilience for young people and the young at heart. Yes, today we're talking about the final pillar of resilience in our series on how to have more bounce back ability. And the fourth pillar is about how to manage your emotions. In other words, being in control of how you feel. I might even go so far as to say being able to choose how you feel. I know for some of you, like that seems like an impossible thing to do. But I assure you, anything is possible. Just needs a little bit of effort sometimes. We may well be revisiting Bob to make sense of that. You can find Bob, of course, in the resources on our blog page at www.backontractteens.com. If you did the home play from Pillar 1, Managing Your Mind, then you will be able to be well on your way to managing your feelings because the more you recognise that it's the meaning that I'm making about what is happening that causes me to feel a certain way, you can catch the meaning, question it. Is that true? No, is that really true? and give it a different meaning, then you naturally will start to feel differently about it. Remember that episode? If you don't, go back and listen to it or go through the blog at backontrackteens.com to find out more about it or to revisit it. Anyway, how to manage how you feel is a really crucial skill in growing your ability to be flexible and bendy and bounce back. How we feel on a day-to-day or even hour-to-hour basis determines the quality of our lives. Are you happy? Are you sad? Are you excited? Are you anxious? Are you brave or fearful? Are you grateful or ungrateful? Are you feeling proud or are you feeling ashamed? And so on. How we feel affects our level of fulfillment or satisfaction in life. Are we empowered or do we feel disempowered or we're giving away our power because of what we are focusing on, dwelling on and meanings that we're giving to things. Some people describe feelings of negative and positive emotions, good and bad feelings, but actually all feelings are a gift and they give us a message. For some feelings like happiness, joy, calmness, peace of mind, being thrilled or grateful, loving or courageous. It's easy to know what that gift is because like they feel amazing, right? They're great feelings to experience. Other feelings though are just as important for our lives, such as anger, sadness, fear, hurt, guilt, disappointment, frustration, anxiety, etc. They don't feel good. In fact, they're actually pretty painful, right? That's because they have a bigger gift for you but you need to get the lesson, get the blessing and get out fast. We're not meant to go there and live there. Stuck or wallowing in our bad feelings means either A, we didn't get the lesson and take action to get the gift or B, even though you say you don't like feeling that way, 
there's some benefit keeping you from getting out of the feeling. I know, like you're like, TJ, how can it be of benefit? It feels awful. I know, but if you're still there, then it tells me that you're getting something from it. So maybe you're getting attention. Perhaps people fuss over you or give you rewards or treats to help you feel better. So staying there or going back to it after means you get more gifts and rewards. Hmm. Maybe it's a way of trying to control other people or events. But we know from Bob, we can't really control anything or anyone outside of us. So that's going to backfire on you sooner or later and going to be even more painful. Therefore, best to get the lesson, get the gift and move on quick, eh? So we actually need all of the emotions. We need all of our feelings to really experience and appreciate life. It's a contrast. We need the highs and the lows. I really understand and I know that because for a long time, I felt that my life was so rubbish and I hated how I felt so rubbish every day that I tried to put a lid on my emotions. It kind of went emotionally flatlined. Let me just feel numb. Hmm. That actually is not really living. That's kind of just like surviving. Because when you put a lid on your emotions trying to not feel bad, you can't feel good either. So you need the highs and the lows. It's like music, right? If you had just all the high notes, it'd be like really screechy. (laughs) That would really get on your nerves quite quickly. If you had all the low notes, then it would be like a funeral dirge, like really depressing. So you need the highs and the lows. It's called the melody of life. Managing your emotions does not mean that you have to feel good all of the time. Because that's not real life, right? That's not doable. Manage your emotions is about recognising how are you feeling, knowing what that means and therefore what to do, then taking the action that allows you to let go if it's a feeling that you don't want to feel and feel differently again. So let's take a look at some of those so-called negative emotions and find the gifts that they offer. You might want to take some notes. You might want to get your phone out and start texting it into your notes page or get your tablet out or even go, here's a concept, good old-fashioned pen and paper. Take some notes. Alternatively, hop over to the blog later and you'll find it there so you can revisit it again. So let's look at some of those emotions. Fear. Are you anxious or worried? Like, Do you suffer from anxiety? You feel as if you're just in that constant state of worrying about something. And if you're worrying about something that might happen in the future, that might be in near future or far away in the future, and you start to play the movies in your mind about how that event will play out, Isn't it interesting how more often than not you run that movie over and over and each time you add to the plot, (laughs) turning it from an event into a disaster movie or a horror story, filling your mind with all sorts of dread, blowing it out of all proportion and all you want to do now is run away and avoid the whole situation altogether. Ever done that? Fear, anxiety, worry isn't designed to paralyse you. It's designed to protect you. It's a sign that something is coming up that you need to prepare for to make sure you get the best possible outcome, not the worst. So when you catch yourself feeling a bit scared, anxious or worried about something, stop and ask yourself a few questions. How can I be more proactive in solving the problem before it becomes real? 
What can I do in advance? If I could choose to create a positive outcome for this movie, how would I make it play differently? If I could create a Disney instead of a horror story, what is what I'm anxious about or worried about or nervous about within my control? Is it actually something that I can do something about? Because if it's not, let go. And if it is, take action. What would be five benefits to you if you actually did the thing that you were scared of? There's a thought. Turn it into a positive. What about hurt? When you're feeling hurt, it's most often the result of someone doing or saying something that causes you to feel a loss or feel less than or feel judged or feel misunderstood. That's when we feel hurt. And it's so easy to go into a spiral of self-pity, like go and be the victim when we feel like other people have hurt us. Often we take the action or words the, the wrong way, especially if you have a lot of sensational fuel, remember last time? <laughs> and, you know, that person probably never intended to deliberately cause you to feel hurt. Or sometimes it is deliberate, right? If you're being bullied or picked on and the other, the other person just knows which button to press. Is that your brother or your sister, probably? I just send you spiraling into one of your insecurities. So I would offer these actions for you from this emotion before you allow it to take your grip on you and stop you moving forward. What's the truth? Would that person deliberately want to hurt you or could you have misunderstood? One of my dear friends and mentors, a gentleman named Stephen Linder, would say, Never let anything live in the world of the unspoken. You need to discover the real intention by asking them to help you understand what happened. So, for example, yesterday you said blah, 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 and I took it to mean this, that and the other. I know you would never, like on purpose, want to hurt me. And I wondered if you could help me understand what you really meant. I love that solution because it's gentle and it's elegant, and it doesn't accuse them or make them wrong, and it gives them the opportunity to help you. And people love to help other people. So that is like, what is the truth? What is your truth? Like, did you just give away your power? Is this who you really are? No, seriously, are you a victim? Are you less than? Are you really somebody who feels sorry for themselves? Or did you just like forget for a moment how incredible you actually are? Like, did you just forget to remember, like, you're amazing? Recognise you are amazing. It probably was not even true. Take back your power. When you carry the hurt around you, it makes no difference to the person you think caused that hurt, right? You cannot feel badly enough to make any difference to how they're feeling. They cannot feel your pain. They have no idea how you're feeling, Feeling it even longer and even more painfully doesn't make a jot of difference to that other person. They cannot feel it. The only person you destroy by hanging on to hurt is you. Right? You are worth way more than that. So take the actions. Find out, is it the truth? What is your truth? Take back your power. Give yourself the freedom to, to let go. And, you know, sometimes people lash out to try and hurt you because they are hurting. They think that if they cause you pain, it will lessen their pain. Hurt people hurt people. So maybe 
It's just about being empathetic and knowing it's their problem, not yours. What about when you're feeling anger, right? <laughs> you're blowing your top. You see in red that mist descends. Like, what is anger about? When you're feeling upset, when you're feeling irate, when you're feeling irritated. What is that feeling of anger? So you live your life by a set of standards and values, right? You have the most likely, unconsciously, i.e. not thinking, really thinking about it, got yourself a set of rules. Rules that have to be met in order for you to feel that you or somebody else around you have achieved a standard or value. So either you've made your own rules or you've taken rules from your mum and dad or your friends or your teachers or your family. The thing is, though, you and I have different standards and value different things because we have different upbringings. We may be from different cultures and we have different experiences and influences. We are all different people. Even within our own standards of values, we have those that we believe are more important than others. We have rules that can be bent. We have rules that absolutely cannot. We must never violate or break some of those really strong rules. But under certain circumstances, when it matters enough, we're put up with it, or we might even bend and break our own rules. So if I go against a standard or a value or a rule that I that you have that isn't really very high on my list, it might be okay to break that rule sometimes, but you would feel cross about it. If though I break one of your rules that is your highest value, your most important rule, then you're likely to have a really severe response such as anger or rage. And then I better run for cover, right? The thing is, though, they are your rules. Maybe I didn't know what your rules are to know that I've broken one of them. My rules might be different. And as far as I'm concerned, I didn't do anything wrong. And I certainly don't understand why you're angry about it. You might feel strongly about something that isn't important to me. None of us is right. We're just different, right? So the message of anger for you is this. Did I actually communicate my rules to the people around me? Because maybe they didn't know they'd broken them because <laughs> they don't know what they are. Maybe in future, I need to let them know what's acceptable to me and what isn't so that they'll know what my standards are and what I value. You know, that might be honesty. That might be keeping secrets. That might be being a loyal friend. That might be being on time for something, not letting somebody down or helping someone out. Stop and appreciate that we're all different and we might not have done anything wrong in their reality. They might not have done anything wrong in their reality. Are my rules for meeting my standards too high for others to meet? Am I like the perfectionist? And like everybody's like, oh my gosh, like it's so hard to make that person happy. Or am I expecting them to be perfect? <clears throat> People have the right to be human and make mistakes. You know that just like you do. So give yourself and others permission to be human. Frustration. Oh, that's a horrible feeling, isn't it? Like frustration. That feeling that you get when like you keep getting stuck on something. It's that is that grrr inside that nags because you know there's a way. You keep trying things and you're still stuck. You keep going back to square one and it just isn't happening quickly enough. So there's frustration and impatience in that. Wow. 
what a gift frustration has to offer. You're like, really, TJ? <laughs> How's that a gift? Frustration says, there is a way. I just know that there is, and I'll find a way forward. It's just a matter of time and approach. Frustration gives you the opportunity to be creative, use your imagination, think out of the box, be flexible. It allows you to be persistent and determined. What great muscles to exercise. It pushes boundaries, breaks into new territory, stretches us. It's the drive that will get you the outcome as long as you learn to appreciate it and use it. So when you feel frustrated, get curious about what can I learn from this? Get excited about being creative and get into flow using your gifts. Build relationships by asking for support and advice from the people around you. And maybe look at people who've already done something like you want to do so that you can like do what they did. We call it modelling. When you're feeling disappointed, what a horrible emotion that one is, right? That feeling of not getting something you really wanted or not be able to do something that you really wanted to do or the feeling of being let down by someone who made a promise and then they didn't keep it or they didn't deliver an expectation that you had of them. You know, that feeling of disappointment's horrid, isn't it? So here are a few questions to keep in mind when you feel disappointed in the future. Did you set your expectations too high? Like, did you set yourself up for a fall? Maybe they didn't know how important something was to you. Perhaps you need to improve your communication going forward. Let them know if it's like really something you're relying on them to keep their word about. Did you read more into the situation than was actually there? Did you do that mind reading thing? Hmm. (laughs) Could you still have or do something in the future If so, how can you ensure that it does happen next time? So maybe it's not no, it's just no, not now, but it could still happen in the future. Let's talk about guilt. Feeling guilty usually means that we've let ourselves down by not doing something we know we should have done or doing something we know you shouldn't have done. In other words, you broke your own rules, didn't meet your own highest standards. It's a feeling that we get so easily caught up in instead of hearing and responding to the message. It's not one of like, oh my gosh, I feel so guilty, I need to punish myself. But it means that you need to take action to make sure that you never do that thing again. Not about seeking forgiveness from other people, but forgiving yourself, right? So that you're never going to make that mistake again or do that thing again. Use the pain of guilt to move you forward rather than making yourself feel less than or unworthy. When you know you have put steps in place to prevent a reoccurrence of doing that thing, leave the guilt behind. You're never meant to carry it around with you everywhere you go, right? So ask yourself, what standard that I hold, dear, did I violate? What can I do to be certain I never allow that to happen again? How will I act differently in the future? And then the final one I want to talk about, and if you're interested in more of these uh, so-called negative emotions and the gifts that they get, uh, let me recommend a book for you. It's called Perfection, spelled perfect shun, Permission to be Human uh, by TJ Dow, funnily enough. There's a whole section on being able to manage your emotions, including inferiority, loneliness, etc. Um, so you can go and use that as a resource, really easy to, to use. 
uh, and take notes in and more about managing emotions in there. But the final one that I want to talk about with you today is stress. Feeling the stress can come in many forms. It's that feeling of being overwhelmed. We feel stressed when we feel helpless, overloaded or uncertain. It's that feeling that happens when we're like, just feel like swamped by things. Feeling that we're swamped by things that are out of our control or we're overworked or there's too many demands, not enough time, not knowing what's going to happen next or what's going to uh, happen in the future. It's like it's all too much. It's too big. I can't cope anymore. It's that feeling of out of control and uncertainty and we just can't deal with it. The message is you're a wonderful human being who is attempting to be superhuman, stop. (laughs) Take a step back, become almost like an independent observer, a fly on the wall, if you will, and distance yourself from it just for a little while so you get a different different view. If you're feeling stressed because you took on too much or you're making too many challenges all at once too fast, then it's time to take back control, right? So look at it again. Look at it differently. What's the most important things that you've got to get done? Put them on a piece of paper. Prioritise them. Like, what do I need to focus on most of all? What's the most urgent and important? Like, what's important but it isn't urgent right now? What's urgent but it isn't important that I actually don't really need to do? And what's not urgent and not important? You'll soon prioritise. Am I doing these things because they're important to me or important to somebody else? Do I have to do it all myself? Is there someone else who could do it for me or at least do part of it or help me so that I can get it done? People love to help. You just need to ask them. They're not mind readers. So work through what needs to be done next, first and then next, and then celebrate when you complete each one. I love when I get to make a list and I can tick them off the list. And then you feel back in control again. So... Next time you're feeling a feeling that doesn't feel good, don't wallow in it for the attention that it just that you get. That just annoys everybody, right? It'll backfire on you sooner or later. Do not ignore it or try to suppress it. Becoming emotionally numb, I know from experience, just prolongs the pain. It just makes it worse because it just like festers inside. And then, you know, if you don't deal with it, it's going to show up as real pains in your body. It's going to show up as stomach pain, indigestion, heartburn, nausea, vomiting, headaches, muscle pain, joint pain. If you've got pains in your body, they're probably caused by your emotions that you're not dealing with. Be curious about the feeling. Ask it, what does it mean? Get the lesson, get the blessing, you got it, move on. So at the end of it all, resilience is about taking personal responsibility for how you think, how you respond, the impact you have on the world around you. No matter what age you are, and you're listening to this and you're eight or you're 89, right? It's all the same. It's about how you empower or disempower yourself. Who you choose to show up as every day. Your energy affects and infects the people around you. So choose your energy wisely. Take control of the only thing you have control over, and that is your inside world, your mind. The world is not happening to you. Life is not happening to you. Yes, it's happening for you when you just change your mindset. 
So check out our blog if you want more resources to help you do this and go to backontractteens.com and go to our blog page and um, you'll find lots of helpful hints and tips and things that will help you to be in control of your world. Take back your power and use your superpowers. Have bounce back ability. You have been listening to me, TJ Dow, on the Spark to Your Success podcast. I look forward to your company on our next episode. Until then, go shine your bright spot brilliantly. Bye for now.